Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Frustrated filmmakers. Which ones? The ones who can't make their movies, so they watch Star Wars and get butt hurt. <laughs> they made a movie. It's terrible, but yeah. they made a movie. They M- made movie several in air quotes. They've made several movies. They've made several movies, and they get thirty thousand dollars plus on Patreon every month for all their video content. Yeah, the, that's where they're really getting. Their they money. know what they're yeah. doing, and they sell merch. I mean, oh yeah, not yeah. failures by any means. No, they're <laughs> they're doing just fine. They're, they're doing yes, but just do you think they have reached the point where they they make? Controversial stances, just so that they get more viewers. No, I, I do I not believe. I, you don't think so? No, not at all. No. I, th- I think. I mean, everybody has their own opinions. What well, I, I mean, I know that what I see. What I see are people who are doing marginally well, who are in can often be in the six-figure range, even, but they are nowhere, anywhere, near Hollywood big. Yeah. And so when Hollywood big gets made and is successful. There is a real coming down hard on those things that they treasure that Hollywood just doesn't need. And so for some of us, we can watch a Rogue One or Force Awakens, and we're just like, this was a great movie. I had a ball. And for those people, you see them coming down really hard because it's like, God damn it, if I had that kind of budget, you would have such a different movie, and it would be amazing, and blah and blah and I think blah. There's, there's some of that, but did you get a chance to read that article whole, I sent you, know, you last week, Kirsten? Yeah. Character development. No, it, film. <laughs> I, I'm referencing. There's an article I sent him about how uh, there's a very small percentage of the people that have seen Rogue One that are disliking it, and it's a subconscious reaction to the fact that it fundamentally changes the nature of the original trilogy, and. It just they they hate it because it has changed their perception of what you know that that, that universe was. No, yeah. I'm not I saying I'm not saying Paul, but I'm saying yeah. like a lot of the hate that I do read online, which by you know no means is the majority. In fact, it is a very vocal minority. In that it's you know they they're unable to vocalize why they hate it, and then this article addresses that yeah. very well. I mean that that speaks to Paul's absolute hatred of the Matrix sequels. Right. But then again, he says that right out. I mean, Paul will tell you up front, they totally negated the first movie. Well, yeah, and they so meant to do that because they were protecting themselves from legal retribution. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> retribution. They had stolen yep, the story right. yeah. from a lady and in order to make... Allegedly. Well... To protect the podcast. To Yeah, right. To keep themselves safe. <laughs> They I think uh, this podcast is worth protecting, huh? They went forward with uh, really altering the storyline and everything. You wouldn't be the one holding the bag. Ready Rich was on Andy. Uh, the podcast today, and he wanted to talk a little Rogue One too. And um, we were talking about uh, we got into Phantom Menace and all that stuff, and we did. He he is a, he is of the opinion, as am I, that you know there's some serious validity to the jar jar was intended to be oh, the, yeah. the evil foil and it was undone because of all the backlash from the fans that he was such a hated character that lucas couldn't see it through <laughs> and it's unfortunate i don't know because i almost see lucas as being like well this will show them how wrong they are when i finally show what jar jar really is he didn't have that level of conviction and i think 
I don't think he was prepared for the uh, racist overtones because everybody straight up was like, yo, what is this step and fetch it bullshit? Mm. You know, and I think that I think it's on Ahmed best. I think it's really his the a lot of the blame lies at his feet for making that ludicrous choice. The the vocalization some slight tweaks and it and we're not living this nightmare. It's not that hard <laughs> no. to get, but it's just but it's But did he make that choice or is that in the script? I I I no, beg to differ. I think that was more of Lucas thing because if you look at any of the behind the scenes stuff, Lucas is so precise on what he wants. In fact, they have him lecturing Frank Oz on how Yoda should sound in those prequels and and Frank Oz is like I've performed this character for years and the two of them are going at it back and forth and so Oz is giving like 30 deliveries of the same line and then Lucas goes that's the one I want so I I don't think it's Ahmed best I think that was I don't know Lucas, if he addressed I, Ahmed Best in that same way. I th- well, I, I, my I opinion would be that... I think he treated him with kid gloves in a mistaken way. Well, that's possible as well. From a, from a, his own perspective of not wanting to seem racist. Hmm. <laughs> what has Ahmed Best oh, done the since? Loops. Yeah. Huh? What has Ahmed Best done since then? Uh, sit on a pile of money, I think. Yeah. Okay. That's, <laughs> which I can't blame him. That's what I do, too. Wow. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number 370. I am Master Torgo. Misa hate Rogue One. He's <laughs> Jeff. Commander K. Fact check dandy fighting for tooth justice in the American way. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Tooth? Truth. How do I follow up that? <laughs> Fight for the Canadian way. Yeah. A. Own it. Does that mean you're taking a Maybe dental hygienist classes now there, yes. Andy? You're fighting no. for tooth? I'm giving Paul shit for getting that question wrong in trivia. I did oh. get it wrong. And <clears throat> hey, we're here to talk week and geek. Gentlemen, what did you do this week? What you want to talk about? Well, huh? I received a gift oh, yeah? on behalf of Geek Shock. This is from Major Meh. Oh. Lewis to the Geek Shock crew. This oh, is an God. Air Hogs Enterprise. Oh, that is yes. a remote control flying enterprise. Is that it what I'm should seeing? be. Yes. It should be a flyable enterprise. Wow. Let's fly it here now. Oh, that is so dangerous. It will fly in here, but it'll yeah. wreck shit. Yes, it will. It'll wreck everything. <laughs> That's what I mean by dangerous. Yep. I think this mm-hmm. is one make of the a great think, video. Well, you know, it would go viral. Major man, that's very very kind. That yeah. is very so, nice. It's really neat. And and yes, we will uh, we will tear that up and tear <laughs> the things come up. with a display stand. I have no idea. <laughs> I almost Looks bought like one of those earlier this year because uh, I think it was Amazon had it like 50% off, the and uh, I missed it. Yeah. I missed oh, it. that I missed explains it. Like, it. Like 50% off. Thanks, uh, Major Mac. Yeah, ripping it on Wow. <laughs> Taking a page out of the Jake Godbold book. Well, unless he bought it like <laughs> six, eight months ago, he probably didn't get it 50% off. Because it was like that one day, and then it went way back up to full spent price. Two bars of gold press latinum for that shit. Mm. That sound you hear is air coming out of the sails. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thank no, you but this so thing much. Is, yeah, this the, thing is super cool. Maybe they appreciated my gift. Well, thanks, Major Man. What the fuck? Fifty percent off? Oh no, this thing is is pretty cool <laughs> oh. at any price. I've I've seen it in action before. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh you're gonna see it in action, some lady. Are we are we still talking about the air hog? Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, we're talking, we're talking about, about, the about air a hog. hog. We're talking about a hog. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> Hog bone. Wow. That's that's about one of the worst visuals Paul's ever given us. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy was You're not welcome. recording. Nope, I wasn't. The size over exaggeration is what got you. Oh, my God. Look at Andy's <laughs> fuel rod in his lap. Yeah. It is. It's called a fuel rod. Oh, is it his, his phone battery? Is <laughs> yeah. that what you're trying yeah. to yeah. talk to me about? That little white thing yeah. s- sitting there. <laughs> little pocket rocket. <laughs> what a fucking night. Yeah. Pocket rocket. <laughs> it's already a fucking night. <laughs> I can't even take it. What? Too much penis for oh. you? Too much fucking work. I work too hard, goddammit. Hardest working man in Vegas. No, I'm not. But I'm just tired. I'm in a weird sleep schedule and... Hardest working nerd in Vegas. Hey, hey you accept yeah, that? Well, take, you're you're also one it. of the rare shows that is six nights a week versus five. So there's that. Yeah. You know, you have an extra show a week versus yeah. you know, like how you guys been doing? Cos been insane. We've been sold out all we're the time. Crazy busy tonight. Yeah. And we were crazy busy on New Year's Day. Yeah. Well, it's CES week. You yeah. have all these people in town. And the show doesn't start oh, until not, Thursday. That's not necessarily no. a, a guarantee. Is not usually, I, no, I don't. No, I don't know. That's been a I don't dip. care. I hope because you know traditionally January and February really hits a dip, and it might yep. still be coming. Well, they've it already, will, but they, they've already shown that the, a lot of people came in early for CES this year. Well, a lot of people the came in anyways. So. Yeah. Well, it, but the keynotes are on Wednesday, but a lot of people are coming in on Monday and Tuesday, and they've got nothing to do, so they are going to see shows and they are going to. Uh, you know, because they're going to the stuff. strip clubs. Yeah. Well, we had that um, too, yes. We had scoops in the house tonight, which Yay. is great. Scoops in always the house. nice when some scoops drop by. Um, just a pleasure. How do you to know? Meet. Do they like stand up in the section? Like, they the usually scoops? they usually wait till the last people to come out and say hi to say hi to me because I'm I shake hands with all the audiences they go by, mm-hmm. and then uh, I go and grab Matt and we get pictures and stuff done usually and. Yeah, it's nice. It's really cool. You had scoops at the uh, bucket show too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had scoops at the bucket show last week. We're gonna have some. They're gonna. These guys are gonna come to the bucket show tomorrow night. So, it's wonderful. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's a good deal. We have a great community there. I actually saw Donnelly's periscope of the bucket show. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's my periscope. <laughs> oh, well, he was holding well, the phone, wasn't you he? Know, he, he was like doing a. He was just feeling better, Matt. And no, he just had to... I put up. I put up my. I use my phone. Whatever. One of you almost put up every the... time. Yeah. Jacob but... picked up the phone at the end and handed it to Matt. Okay. That's what you saw. You saw the end. Yeah. 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 yeah I. <laughs> yes. But I mean, I mean, it's our Periscope. It's all good. It's on. It's the Bucket Show. Okay. I always like it just tuning in. I get it. I'll tell you. Here's the thing: is you can tune in. And watch it on YouTube now, because they save them nice. on YouTube. Right. And last week's was exceptional. It I, was, yes. I don't toot my own horn that often on the improv scene. I do, but I mean... <laughs> it was long form. last night was fucking great. It was long form, and you don't get a chance to do long form very often, yeah, and you're it, very good at long form. Thank you. It was one of those nights where it just everything kind of clicked, and we had just tons of callbacks, and, and we knew where we were going, and... You just found some really interesting shit. So even if I don't get to watch it, I enjoy seeing the pictures that are sent to you yeah. on your Twitter feed. Oh yeah, that that alone, I'm like, oh, what are they? Who, what are they going to choose tonight? Those give us some real. You know, we don't wa- look for those. What was the uh, crap? What was the one? We get here? them at the last minute. Hmm? What was the oh uh, salsa blanco? Salsa Blanco. Salsa Blanco. Yep. You guys remember Salsa yep. Blanco, yep. right? Yep. I called out Salsa Blanco, and I was like, "Oh, it's an old, it's an old hit." He's like, "Because Matt had never heard me do Salsa Blanco." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah," and it became a running gag. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the running hit. That was uh, God. That was back in the old uh, hanging out, you, me, skills, and and uh, 
days. Yes, and, uh, 2006. And yeah. then you worked that into a uh, did it in a Second City, Second sketch. City show, and we were in the front row. <laughs> we're, we're laughing, and the rest of the audience is like, what? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, talk about a really long time ago callback there. This week I discovered a new game store right in my own backyard. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's only seven miles away. Oh, it's it's terrific. No, seven miles, seven, seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I drive real slow. It's, so what is it? Uh, it is the place is called the War Room. It's on Sunset and Eastern. If you live in Vegas, is okay. Wolf Blitzer there? <laughs> it's, it's it's right back behind the uh, uh, PTs right there on Sunset. Right. Uh, it's it's run by uh, Adam and Ray. These are two guys that used to work at and and run Games Workshop here in town. They okay. left and decided to create their own game store. Oh, so, okay. a, so it's a very war games miniature focus, but also has a board game soft focus to it. Games is Workshop game is still, still cooking. Yeah. yeah, Games Workshop is still around. Absolutely. These uh, guys fractioned off. Yeah, they, they started Neat. their own goodies. And it's, it's a small place, but they're looking to expand. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the neighborhood, I definitely recommend checking it out. If, <laughs> I mean, they're tabletop right? game players. They're yeah. always looking to expand. Right. Am I right? Oh, oh, oh. Give me some more McDonald's. <laughs> They oh, had just the closed. Eating. <laughs> yeah. The time I saw them, I, they had just closed, so I hadn't had a chance to check it out. Uh, uh, well, they also awesome. informed me that they are doing uh, challenge tournaments coming up, training tournaments for the upcoming. Tournament? Yes, for the upcoming competition that's coming here to Las up. Vegas. Wow! They're apparently, the largest West Coast. Uh, Wargaming convention is here in Las Vegas at the beginning of February. Neat. Uh, the Las Vegas Open. So wow. Yeah. So they're on January fourteenth. They're doing training for the War Machine game. Twenty first, they're doing forty k. The week after that, they're doing the Fantasy Warhammer. Is it forty k focused? Uh, the, the tournament. The whole Lieutenant tournament James is, is going to be there. Like every miniature war game that is pretty much a major miniature war game. Cool. So so I uh, recommend 40K. dropping in. They do board games every Wednesday night. So I, I love having these guys so close. Yeah, that's great. So, that's wonderful. And while, you, and while I was there, I picked up something I didn't realize existed. What do you got? The Batman miniature game. Whoa. So it's Warhammer miniature? with Batman. Wow. Yes. There's a Marvel version too, but this is, it's a gorgeous book, first well, of all. But you just got the book now. Right. Now, this is this is dangerous to start the, with this. Oh, oh, tell me about it. I mean, how much money look, are we look talking about? Look at the about? shelf behind me. Well, and, the sh- and, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the book is. What, did you already get No, some? this is all game stuff right there. That one. No, I know. Oh, you're talking about the books. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. I'm just talking no, like. No, you're opening up a whole world of miniatures. That's, that you're yeah. that's the danger. Have you there are Batman. There's DC themed miniatures. Yes. And, and this game just released the Berlanti oh, Flash no. and Arrow expansion. Nice. No, 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 no. Kirsten, look, this is all I need to look at right here. Are you? Do you have this place marker in here for a reason? Nope. Okay. It just happens here. to be there. Look at look at that. I, but page. I know, but I know what picture is that the the uh, carnival page? No, it's a fucking diorama oh. of the city. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, the book itself is beautifully put <laughs> look together. Look at his eyes. <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> Kirsten. I mean, that, that one hit me. I was like, fuck. Uh, it's great, great artwork. A, a, a be- beautifully detailed miniatures, well painted in this, with of course great uh, scenery. But uh, but yeah, there's a, a, a this apparently is the only book version available. The DC, the Marvel version, you only get as a PDF. He was mm. telling me so. But uh, yeah, he took me around the store and uh, how, how big is it? 
The store? Yeah. Uh, it's a fairly small place. Okay. Uh, but they have about uh, three tables that I saw. Mm-hmm. So rated war game at any given time, or board game, whatever you're doing. But uh, Adam was there. He uh, basically took me around the store, talked to me about all the events that they do. And that's a man with passion for his games. Have you been over to the uh, Little Shop of Magic's new location? They have a new location? They moved up the street to an upstairs location. Uh, it's huge. Okay. It's, it's, Are they no longer huge. in that spot upstairs? where they were? Yeah. They're upstairs. There's an elevator actually up to there. So they're no longer in that? No, not in a little cold wow. uh, Well, up on the west side, right? Yeah. They, they, they moved, to take they, this they away moved, from me. They moved about uh, like two blocks away from where they were. Oh, take that's it. weird. But they're, they're like above like some weird church. So it's like... Yeah. Above a weird church. Yeah. That's it's a like place a, for it's a like magic a, It's house. like a <laughs> Korean church or something. Or, yeah. Church of Scientology. But if you want to check out, uh, their website is warroomgameslv.com. And that will give you all their events and what's going on. Nice. Uh, I also found out, I didn't know this existed in town. Uh, Meepleville, I believe it's called. Yeah, yeah. It's over the, on the west side. Yeah, it's it's a board game cafe. Yeah. Like, like they serve food. And then you pay five bucks and you get board game all day. They have over a thousand games you can play. Yep. So. I haven't been, but I've, I've known about it. I've said sure. I've, a lot of my friends on Facebook are over there a lot. Sure. You That's almost, way far away from me. I can't even get to it. No. You almost went there, Andy? I haven't gone there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I haven't been yeah. to Bad Owl Cafe either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy almost did some amazing shit this week. Almost Andy. <laughs> I was walking around uh, Action Comics the other day, and you know that nerd funk? It was Saturday. Okay? Oh, yeah. And I walk in, yeah. and Paulette's with me, and I'm, I'm talking to her. And all of a sudden, the uh, store owner goes by, and she is spraying Febreze or something. Like, oh, that's yes. beautiful. Yeah. And I was just book out laughing. Paulette's like, what? And I'm like, I pointed. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I'd bring that up. Oh, so yeah. That's all I did. No, there's it there's it truth to that rumor. Yeah. yeah. I, almost, I almost didn't recognize her when I went in a couple weeks ago. She's yeah. she's lost some she's yeah. lost some weight. She she dyed her hair. Yeah. She's like just all jeaned up and uh-huh. t shirted out. I know exactly like, the person you're talking about. And I'm just like, <laughs> that was oh, the wow, one. a new hire. That's a wait a minute. That face. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Who are you yeah. talking about? The owner of action. I thought you were talking about Paulette. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the owner of action. The owner of action comics. Okay. Oh. I'm a fuck your wife. <laughs> no, no, no. And Matt's sitting there. I know, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but he yeah, was. I know. <laughs> well, you can, yeah. yeah. Fucking Torgo. Guys are crazy. <laughs> Jesus. That's a wife needs a fucking. But it was just funny because yeah. it, it was like. <laughs> and they're over there playing Warhammer. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I'm like, Walk, oh. Walking behind the guys and. <laughs> Yeah, there's a. Uh, I think you know Spread Jay out. at Maximum Comics. He's really got it on the ball with that. Uh, he's got a deal with a deodorizer company, a oh, fresh no. a freshener really? company. Yeah, what are they called? <laughs> Something Sense. It's like one of those auto spritzer things. It's no, just it's, like it's, it's in the. Uh... It's a. Uh, it's just a fragrance thing. It's kind of like a renews it, but it's a little more high end. And and they're they're a specialty local company, and he's been having he had a deal with them forever. And so every time you go into one of the maximum comic locations out here, it's always got a good fresh scent going on. <laughs> that's always a good smelling store. Yeah. Ralph's always smells good too, but I think it's just he's. I got think that's just ventilation. Ralph. Yeah, really. Ralph is Ralph it's is a vegan a, diet man. He sweats. Ralph he sweats, is, uh, is a renews it. is a living activated carbon filter. Right. Yeah. Just walking <laughs> through his. Store. Although I gotta say, I went in again. I went into Ralph's this week, and I hadn't been for a while. But uh, actually, I'd been. 
more recently than not because there was nothing in my pool because I don't get many books anymore. Um, but he's kind enough to keep a box for me. Um, Same here. You know, but uh, there was this one guy, he's been there a couple times and he's definitely on the spectrum and he will jack your ear off. Oh no. Just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I'm out of <laughs> yeah. here. <clears throat> yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> and I felt so bad because Ralph just stuck there behind the counter. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, Those, this guy uh, I remember gonna, those days. Oh yeah. Man. This you guy's just going to park it. Oh, I bet you, you were working at the, Holy, how many, yeah. how many people in this room actually worked? You and I worked at comic shops. Yeah. Other people worked comic shops yeah. here. I think it's just you two. Just yeah. Because you, you are you are trapped. There's really yeah 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 yeah. You get to hear and, everybody's and, and, theory about Wonder Woman. Most of them, most of them do some buying, sure. so it's like the option of just flat out fucker. You just can't come in here anymore. Yeah, really isn't there yeah. because they'll actually do some selling, and also they generally they're generally nice guys. They are right. just socially oh, inept. Yeah. To a fault. We had a guy, in the literal sense. We had a guy in our dorm room, in our dorm hall. He used to hang out in our room a lot. Uh, but his name was Matt. And hey, shut up. You're not supposed to say anything. <laughs> God not, damn it. It's not you. He's a short little I guy. Kentucky. Short little guy. And he was just one of those guys that would always just blah, 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 blah. Until somebody would just be like, shut up. And it got to the point where his his nickname was Soom. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> and so he went by, we called him Soom. Anybody seen Soom? Like, no. <laughs> and he'd be like, get out of here, Soom. <laughs> Buddy Aaron would just oh my always, God. We had, always call him on and be like, yeah. Soom, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we had we had we had uh uh Moonscape. Who was named for he he um, he had, had a, a the horrible Miller. horrible <laughs> pitted complexion, and he was full on. <laughs> gonna talk to you about because you know with Superman dying, where oh, was Superman? Wow. Di- did oh. do you think he really died? It's the hardest. And, this is one yeah, of and, the hard crosses to bear. Oh, but in the, nerd culture, the best because one. we've got to be accepting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God damn it. But this you have the, a limit. <laughs> well, this is a problem with improv as well. And I love somebody put a quote up and uh, it was uh, often fools are attracted to people who do foolish things or, or people who behave foolishly. Mm-hmm. But you know, and that's the problem because in improvisation, you're behaving very foolishly, yeah. but you're not a fool. If you're doing it right, you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But fools often get gravitated towards that because they're like, I'm an idiot. Right, <laughs> I can be a real dipshit. Sure. Well, and it is it is a very welcoming culture. I mean, we it will is. put up with a lot of stuff. Yes, other well, people do not put up with. Depends on who you're talking to. There are some people out there who react to. There is some nerd culture out there that is not so welcoming on certain levels. Sure. So, well, you so. know, nerd culture has expanded so vastly mm-hmm. since we were into this bullshit. You know, there's put on my old man now. hat, but for real, I mean, you know, you guys know we this 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 mm-hmm. whole thing really grew up. I mean, we love it. Yep. it's great. But well, that was one of the things I wanted to comment on uh, with uh, with um, the uh, Plinkett uh, episodes because one of the comments they made about was neck bearding, and yeah. I was just like sitting there, dude. There were plenty of motherfucking women in the audience of Rogue One I was at oh, yeah. who were cheering and clapping and getting excited. 
and that like that kind of that kind of joke is is really losing any kind of meaning whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. Because now there are girls who are neck bearding, who are full on, you know, uh, nerding out and just just going into the 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 realm of ultra nerdiness. Oh, I yeah. just thought it was really funny. I saw a meme said, uh, "Oh, you're the biggest Batman fan in the world. Name me a villain that's not in the movies." <laughs> it like, yeah, it started me giggling. Nice. Oh boy, we used one of the biggest we had. This was real. I remember this guy it was really funny. Uh, my manager Gene called him Captain Kryptonite because he was his Kryptonite. Because he would come in and he was really soft spoken, but he would just get in these long conversations and he'd do it on delivery day. So he'd oh. stand right at the and cash register. And you're just working your asses off. And he's just, yeah. coming in and he's talking and he's just like, he's my kryptonite. Oh my God, Kirsten, I just can't. So he comes in one day and I'm just sitting there chuckling at Gene. And Gene's like, oh yeah, okay, Gary. Uh, his name is like Gary or something. Gary the kryptonite. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> this hottie. This hottie, and now keep in mind, we were on the Chicago, Chicago Loop, so we had a metric shit ton of salarymen coming in, yeah. and and Captain Kryptonite was one of those, always had his tie and his shirt and button down, and this one hottie comes What'd in. What do you do for a living, you think? I had no idea, but it, you know. It's the Loop, it's business. Yeah, maybe accountant, you know, maybe something with numbers, but this hottie comes in, this Blonde, and she's done up in her little business hottie attire, and she's like, "Gary, I saw you outside. I just had to come in and see you." And he's like, "Oh, uh, hi there." And he's like, not even looking at her. She goes, "Oh, you're gonna become? Are you coming by the office today or tomorrow?" And he's, "I'll be in tomorrow." And she's like, "Okay, everyone's gonna be." And she like walks up and she gives him a hug and a kiss on the cheek, and Gene is just his Son of a bitch. yes, oh. yes, his eyes are like big as saucers. He's just like, "I can't, I can't." And after she leaves, Gene. He's like, well, uh, uh, Gary, that was pretty. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, co-worker, very nice. Okay. And he leaves. And Gene's like, motherfucker. <laughs> you found Captain Kryptonite's Kryptonite. Oh, my God. Here I have she slated just... fucking comic books. This guy's getting a bomb, bomb shot. I can't even speak a fucking sentence. Look at that. Fuck, fuck. Curse him. We're closing the shop today. It was a little something like that. It Gary, was Gary Kryptonite of the 18-inch penis. Oh, my God. It was so hilarious. It was so hilarious. And Paul, Dr. Phosphorus. <laughs> You're playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> what else you do this week, gentlemen? I was sick all week, so I didn't do anything. Yeah, that's the best know. time to do something. Yeah, really. No, like sick beyond like I get out of bed, it hurts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's I nerd was, stuff you can do in bed. I still don't buy this. I was oh, there a few was, weeks ago. I was just sleeping all day. Actually... Mm. I got caught up in DS9. I watched it pretty much all the way there through. There you go. Yeah. See? There See? You go. Yeah. And I realized how stupid Captain Cisco is. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> how about I get, that? I'm, I get angry and I stop talking like this. And Eddington, you are going to give me your uniform. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I like how he outshats the chat. <laughs> yes. That's true. Jake. Uniform. <laughs> Jake, I've told you not to sit up on that ledge with that boy, Nog. How many times do I have to tell you? My favorite is still... He starts off normal and it's... He's a freako. My favorite is still the when the Mirror Universe Burial comes into the ops and he tries to kidnap Kira. 
And fucking Cisco is like, if you hurt her, you will never make it off this station alive. <laughs> and he can't even get the words out. Yeah. He's so he's so verklempt. Yeah. <laughs> and me. then you see the captain's documentary, and he's really that guy, but crazier. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yes. He's a he's a man he's called Cisco. I'll have, no. I'll have to show you that sometime, Andy. I've got the disc. Okay, <clears throat> and it, it it's hosted by Shatner, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's... it's one of the few times you see Shatner. He's almost visibly wrestling to try to control. And do you, do you th- get it, baby? He's like, I oh, get it. oh yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, it was just like. Guys maybe, make me uncomfortable. Maybe, maybe he's fucking with him. Maybe he's like, I got Bill Shatner in front of a camera. I don't. And I'm just Bill Shatner's in my world now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a little bit like, of that. There's a little bit of that. I think, but there's also he's crazy as a shit house rat. Wow. <laughs> he's, oh. he's just sitting there playing his piano, like listen yeah. to this. Bling bling bling. How about that, huh, baby? You feel it? You feel the jazz? Boom, bling, 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 bling. <laughs> huh? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's like the universe talking to oh. you. Bling, 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 it's bling, like bling. we're all connected, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Shatner's like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. I love listening to this music. <laughs> oh, man. I just don't remember him like that. But now that I watched it like again, it was like, You know, it's funny. Fuck? And I, I, working at Experience, I actually met him a couple of times. And he was like, just very nice, very... Cool, chill. Well, you gotta get his dander up. He, you know, <laughs> I, had, I had a nice little conversation. He with had him no one reason time. to fuck with the Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff wasn't sitting on the ledge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You, man, yeah. it's funny. It's, it is funny. When I watched, you should have disgraced that, like, your wow. uniform. You ought to got him real ruffled up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. you uh, disgraced your uniform. <laughs> you betrayed your uniform. <laughs> I remember that one too. <laughs> what else to do, gentlemen? Uh, I watched a. Ton of MythBusters this last wow. week. There was a hell of a what the last a week long science, marathon. Oh, it was more than a week. Uh, science Channel had the MythBusters Mega Mo- Mega Marathon, and it was every, it was all like two hundred and fifty two episodes. I think it was. Wow. Are you ready for Project White Rabbit? Uh, I have watched a few episodes of that. I'm still not sold on the concept because okay. it seems more like they're just taking you know. Stuff they've seen on the internet and then just recreating it versus the actual scientific breakdown of MythBusters. But I'm only like three episodes in, so I'm gonna no. give the other, for the other, t- the other to drop. Uh, ten episodes a try because it's thirteen episodes. Episode five is when the when the twist happens. Right. Something like what that. What a twist! <clears throat> I've also been listening to the Crom cast ah, as per uh, Crom. Su- suggested by someone. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I totally blanked on who suggested it. Um, I'll blame Todd because he read it to me. So, but sure. um, he pronounced Bob wrong. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, Bad. they they've actually got a they've actually got a couple years going. So that's pretty that's pretty good. Wow. They break up their epi- their things by seasons. I don't understand podcasts that do that. But then again, very few people have the stamina to do it every week, every <clears throat> year. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> but. <laughs> they started off. It was really funny because, man, I'm spoiled. I can't. When they mispronounce Conan's name, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me now. What are it, they saying? It Conan. Conan. Yeah, they're doing the John they Milius. Don't do Conan? Conan. I fall into that every now and then. I've, yeah. I say Conan, but and and it's just oh. now it's weird because now it just bugs the oh. living hell out of me every time I hear it. There's one guy, one host on there who gets it right, but. 
the last episode I'm just finishing up just now, they actually had one of my favorite uh, Howard scholars on. His name is Mark Finn. He wrote the Howard biography, Blood and Thunder, which is um, <clears throat> probably the best Howard uh, biography out there. And um, it, it, he, he's a hell of an interview. It's a great episode. It's episode 11. Um, if you go just for that, go just for that. So I'm looking forward to listening to the rest. They break it down. Um, most of their episodes are by the short story. Okay. And it sounds like uh, they're going to actually move beyond Conan and talk about some of Howard's other work. Oh, wow. Hmm. So, so, so it sounds some interesting stuff. Um, actually, uh, Mark Finn was talking about Howard did a metric shit ton of boxing stories. He was an amateur boxer really? in his hmm. hometown, and he loved the sport, and he did a ton of them. <laughs> And he was commenting on the humor of them. There were some of those that were very, very funny. He had uh, hmm. Sailor Steve Costigan and his dog Mike. And they would <laughs> sail the world, and Steve would always get into a boxing match. Wait a <laughs> sec. The dog I've seen this. Uh, right. And this, and, and Mark. Fighting around the world. Mark. <laughs> it's, what's his name? Oh, Ron, <laughs> you son of a. God Russell Crowe. Uh, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Oh, I'm fighting <laughs> around the world. <laughs> But, oh, there's some minorities over there. Let's go. But Sorry, it was really funny because um, he was talking about the humor of him, and he actually adapted one of the short stories into like a radio play. Hmm. And he performed it with some friends, and they did it full up with voices and then little, I mean, all sorts of 1920s radio play, goofball stuff. But they, they took the text of the short story because it's written in first person, and did it as such. And he said the audience loved it. And that really got me interested in... I mean, I knew Howard could do a little bit of humor, but I had no idea he went hell-bent like that. Hmm. So that was actually very interesting to hear and kind of got my attention. I didn't know about so. the boxing. He boxed. He boxed. He boxed. Boxed. he boxed. There was the so ice was house. It was literally an ice house, and people would get there. There would be oh, betting, awesome. and there would be boxing. I mean, it was the full thing. So has anybody theorized that might have contributed to his end? No. Ice no. House? No. The the general generally the general consensus is he was going into Gotta depression be crazy. because the Great Depression um <clears throat> wiped out a lot of his savings. And then he was having a hard time raising money through his writing. And his mother got progressively sicker. And then when she passed the general, uh, one of the theories I hear that kind of makes sense to like me <clears throat> is he went through caregiver's guilt. Oh, sure. And mm -hmm. because he had that gun so close by, it was in the car, um, it was easy for him to just race right out and right. blammo. Wow. Mm. So as opposed to get through it, which it's too bad. I mean, it's still, even today we sit here whoever knows whatever about Robert E. Howard, everybody knows Conan. He's an American pop culture phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And he's created by a man who killed himself when he was 30. Wow. I didn't realize Howard that killed mm -hmm. himself. Howard died. Everything he did was done by 30. Holy shit. I yeah. know. It's. I always look back, because I look back on 30, and I'm like, ye fuck. Dude... <laughs> I didn't even start working at Star Trek the fucking experience until I was 31. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes at different times for everybody. You know, my favorite, David Foster Wallace, he killed himself at 40. And that's still astonishing to me, the, yeah. the, the, the breadth and depth of the catalog that he left behind. 
Um, but uh, yeah, but then you got to also remember, it's never too late. Colonel Sanders mm. got it going at sixty something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but um, wasn't Ray Kroc like sixty? I think he was in his fifties. In his fifties. Yeah, what's his nuts? Um, yeah. Bram Stoker was uh, fifty. The guy who uh, did the Oz books. Frank, Frank, Frank Baum. Baum. Forty-two when he's when he got his first one going. Mm. Um, yeah, his is a fascinating story. Harrison Ford, thirty-five. Well, when I turned 35, that was my, like... Uh, mm. Brian Cranston, I, what, 42, 45, something When there? it really blew up for him, yeah. yeah. yeah well, he really he, blew up because Cranston actually worked a lot. Yeah, so yeah that, he'd that been is. working for more than a decade. And, and, when and, he, and let's face it, most of your, your actors, your artists, they've been doing it a while before. It's not like yeah. they, right. also, they started that and moved. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Although he, there are, with Colonel Sanders, he had a, a family... Business he'd been cooking. He'd yeah. been cooking chicken for a long time. Although, what's oh, the machete? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. uh, machete George came Clooney, out of nowhere. Uh, what, what I'm saying is, build your craft. It'll come. His name? <laughs> George Clooney <laughs> got his start on television. Uh, Fuck, what was the name of that uh, TV show? Crap. Uh, Facts of Life. Yes, thank you. Facts of but, Life. He was on like the final season of Facts of Life, yeah. and then he did. Uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. And he was born, and then, born into Hollywood royalty. Yeah. And well, that, that too. <laughs> helps a, opens a couple doors. <laughs> right. Oh, well, but, but there were people that told him after he did Return of the Killer Tomatoes, like, look, this is so terrible. You're never going to work again. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm born into Hollywood royalty. <laughs> In case you didn't know. I'll get several chances. Oh, oh and I'm white. <laughs> well, there you go. Fairly yeah. attractive. Plus, I just got the script for this show called Err, so I'm going to... I'm good. <laughs> to Err is human. Mm. Anything else, gentlemen? I uh, my, my friend Renee was in town, and I got to take her to the uh, Pinball Hall of Fame, Terrific. which she loved, and she was taking pictures of stuff. Giant and, quote, or actually, the Pinball <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, you get to pull the plunger? Well, that's the funny part. there the other did, day, Did your balls all drain? Busy. <laughs> that's the funny part, is did, I, I was, did, we did went to go play a game... <laughs> Hey, dude. I know. I know. I'm just sitting back and laughing. I know. I'll always remember you shitting on my poignant stories. So, (laughs) anyways, take it away. (laughs) I put the quarters in, and and she like just a quarter. Was it it the whole roll of quarters? Kirsten is fucking done with you. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, put up. Uh, All right. Was it a single game, or did you reach multi-ball? Oh, definitely definitely (laughs) multi-ball. Hey, hey, was there no malfunctioning tables? Are they all okay? Oh, there's a little malfunctioning table, but I have some pills, so it's good. Um, She gives you change for a 20? Tilt. (laughs) Boom. I'm a werewolf. Um, (laughs) She she plays video games like crazy. She had never played pinball before. She sat, sat there... Like she didn't know how to start the game. Oh, that's fantastic! And it was amazing. I got to wow. take her through a whole bunch of pinball games. For oh first wow! Holy, she was pretty crap. good. Did she dig it? Yeah, she that's, loved it. That's that's actually, and and this isn't as a slam. It just that is actually <laughs> kind. No, no, I'm serious. That's actually kind of hard to conceive of somebody who's never played a. I mean, even if like, oh well, I you know when I was a kid I played, but right, and then you know blah blah blah, never did again. Just never ever. I mean, we had lots of pinball machines in our arcades when I was growing up. Sure, yeah, they were yeah. everywhere. They oh, were, yeah. and it was that big crossover time when they got the dot matrix screens I, that's, and everything. That's I guess they had their I guess section. that's what it's yeah. all about. Is it that was, the pinball just in that crossover time fell into the wasteland? It was very exciting to introduce somebody who was already a nerd into a whole another nerdy realm they hadn't actually played with. Well, before. you remember when we first were working at Star Trek? This was I want to say ninety nine. Mm-hmm. 
no company was making pinball machines. Right. Uh, there was about a two-year dearth where no American company was making pinball. And then Stern started up again, and I yeah. think Williams is back in the game now. Yeah, there's a bunch of new ones over there now. Is Williams back? No, not Williams, I guess, but uh, who Gottlieb. is it? Gottlieb. Gottlieb is, I think. Yeah, maybe Gottlieb, but th- I know it's like Stern. It's like Happy Jacks. There's one independent that's it. company or yes. something like Crazy yeah, Jacks. Yeah, yeah. Jack, like Stern uh, is still the yeah. only major one that's really <clears throat> churning. Wow, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I play most of my pinball on video now. Did you get that? Yes, I goddamn got it. It's that <laughs> fucking Star Trek table is so fucking good. Yeah, they nailed it. It's that machine. It's that machine so ju- good. This, I really love the Stern machines. They they know what they're doing in pinball. <laughs> that, and the translations ACDC are great. Machine is a drain city. It's the stupidest fucking thing. It's I can't it, keep that ball on that play I'd field I'd for say, five minutes. Say, and that goes for both machines. That, that is an accurate machine. Oh, yeah, God that's an accurate. Oh, oh yeah, recreation of that machine. Yeah, it sucks. But when you can get Fix it moving, yeah. it's good. But I had one or two good ones on it. But that Star Trek machine is a work of art. Is they that the, really, uh, the next generation one? Not. No, it's the new first and second new move, new Abrams. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh nine yeah, and Into yeah. Darkness one. It's yeah. something else. Man. I love that, that, that fucking TNG game. One. God, I played that. Yeah, at the TNG CBS one is on year. the is on the old set of pinball arcade. This is the new one, all for Stern. I can't. That Ghostbusters can't come soon enough. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah, I can. I, I'll take time. What the fuck? I, got I got enough shit to play. I got so much shit to play right you know, now. It's funny, Andy. You were telling me that, telling that story about pinball. It reminded me of the last time I was at Pinball Hall of Fame. Uh, I took my aunt there. She uh, oh! didn't even know that there was such a thing. And, you know, she uh, she also was Did like you have super excited to see the multiball the thing. And while we were there, there was a guy that had brought his daughter there for the first time. Oh, and man, this is filthy. Yeah. No, it, wow. It, you thought it couldn't get worse, Paul, did you? Ants and daughters? Oh. Oh. He it's was, all the drop targets. He was showing her how to play pinball. It was really it was really quite touching. Oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> Heaven no, forfend! No, you did We're all sorry, right. listeners. Jeff, you're just fucking with us now. No, I'm not. <laughs> Feeling all the bumpers, always playing clean. Wow. Welcome to the Diddle Ball Hall of Fame. <laughs> all the diddling goes to charity. No, it's not in a forest. Right, Andy? It's got to be in a forest. The diddler. Sure. <laughs> forest. Diddler. Forest diddler. <laughs> I want to make that pinball for, for Andy. Forest the diddler. forest diddler pinball. And it looks just all like forest, except when, you know, blank, whoop, and then the guy pops out. Yep. Grabs the ball as it goes by. <laughs> There's a mechanical hand that reaches up, grabs your crotch from the front of the machine. Sure. I'm diddling you. You're getting your diddle. <laughs> Multi diddle. How's your father? <laughs> Rediddle. Cough. Tilt warning. Tilt warning comes up. Underwear. <laughs> tilt. <laughs> tilt farther. Put it in my mouth. How do you go this long without getting tilts? That's imp- wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, guys? Nerdy stuff. Sure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Moving on. Oh, go to Ralph's if you're in town. <laughs> he just got a fuck ton. Oh. Of ten dollar trades. Now I bought this Deadpool cable trade. <laughs> Because the artwork was kind of slick, mm. but 
like every twentieth page is blurry beyond reading. Oh, so oh, I, no. I guess that's why it was a ten dollar book because it's normally like a sixty dollar book. Okay, but he's got some really <laughs> expensive trades. Being that are able going to read it's a good thing. Yeah, all right. but I can read most of it and it's fine. Were all the copies like that, or just the one that you grabbed? I don't know, but uh, that's probably. I mean, I think there, there's probably a bad put you on that. Show. Yeah, all these yeah. books have some little small defect. Okay. I think that's why they go for ten. I was wondering about that rack. I just figured it was. I passed it by because I'm like, oh, it's just old, out of date shit that I'm not going to give a damn about. A lot of it is, but I find myself buying at least one of those every time uh-huh. I go to his mm. place, and he got a really big shipment of some good, more current stuff. He got the first volume of the Straczynski run for Spidey that mm. I've been eyeing online, mm. and it's a forty or fifty dollar book, and it's. 10 bucks I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. wow awesome. i haven't looked all the way through to see if there's any major uh printing uh, errors in that one but anyway every third page is howard the duck oh <laughs> fuck me uh let's do a little business before we go deeper into the show first off uh, i want to throw a happy birthday to sam heffernan and kyle and a congratulations to his band yeah they yeah did it, yeah man. that is phenomenal rock hey, out proud rock out and as far as the business goes, the Geek Shock Book Club book choice for January is Armada by Ernest Klein. If you're a fan of his Ready Player One, uh, we've already I'm about third away through it so far. And of course, it is uh, silence on it until the eighth, and then we start talking about it on the Facebook page. But if you're into geek culture, you're gonna like this one, I think. And as far as the Geek Shock AV Club, they are watching Damnation Alley from 1977. Oh. I believe they're watching that. Is that Jan understand. Michael Vincent? Yeah. Believe wow. So. Oh, man. I might have to watch that shit. You might. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I saw that in my pop culture of the 70s class back in college. It's just, it, they, you guys watch them when I'm at work. It still blows my mind you were able to go to a college class called Pop Culture of the 70s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's all falling I, apart. I man. actually did 60s, 70s, and 80s. We've got uh, we've got two months. It's all over. Three different. There you beds. go. Two months. Two months. Click. Boom. Done. Uh, you know what? It's, uh, we haven't gotten to some news for a while. News. So we're gonna What's skip, been happening? We're gonna skip lately. some email and go to news you don't give a shit about. Wow. Uh, just one piece, but it's it's just kind of odd. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this uh, for the 2017 convention. Phoenix Comic Con has changed its volunteer policies so that only those willing to pay a fee can volunteer to work the con. (laughs) Any fan who wants to volunteer at Phoenix Comic Con will have to purchase a membership in the Blue Ribbon Army. That's a geek social club and registered nonprofit. Wow. Membership costs $200 to $100 per year, depending on which tier you select. Uh, Phoenix Comic Con has argued that this is a necessary step to avoid deadbeat volunteers. Quote, the system that we're setting up will be easier for us to manage and track staff formally, said the Comic Con director, Matt Solberg, to prevent those in the past who have arrived with a badge, got their volunteer benefits, and then not actually showed up to complete those tasks associated with their positions, unquote. Uh, back in March 2015... People abused the system? Oh. That sounds like a management issue as opposed to Unbelievable. a... Unbelievable. Uh... Well, the answer, obviously, is get rid of all government. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have, to have a, you have to have a community already. That's the problem. Yeah. Penny Arcade gets away with it because they got the enforcers because they got a real community. Sure. Well, I mean, it, 
I've talked to volunteers back at San Diego Comic Con, and they don't even have time to eat most days, let right. alone sneak off into a panel. Yeah, so. when we run into a uh, uh, Grieg, yeah, uh, he is always he looks like hell. He looks like he's been subjected to beatings, and yes. he's and he's not. He's not volunteering full-time staff. He's volunteering his services at various people's booths for temporary stuff so, or showing off his own artwork. Jesus. So no, thank that's, you. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Well, and that's because he's had to talk to Gary the Kryptonite for the last <laughs> <one>. <laughs> But it sounds like they're just... Phoenix Comic Con doesn't know how to organize their volunteer Ooh. staff. Uh, Backburn, like stay down, Phoenix Comic Con. Too good, too long. <laughs> how much is he... How much is admission? Just a regular admission for the comic for the Phoenix comic. A hundred dollars. I have no idea because it sounds like this costs more than the actual admission. A hundred dollars. Probably more than. Well, I guess it depends what tier you do. If you do the basic twenty. Well, here's the thing. Also, paying that minimum twenty dollars to join the Blue Ribbon Army doesn't a, guarantee a well, spot as a volunteer. That doesn't sound like the number you gave. Yeah, you you actually read two hundred. Oh, did I? Yes. <laughs> No, no, no. I said 20 to 100. 20 to 100? Yeah. Okay. 20 to $2,200. $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, $2, Ooh, that's pretty steep to volunteer for yeah. some shit. Wow. Between but, 20 but, and $100. But joining $2, the... $2,200? 20 to 100. 2200 There we go. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yes, 2200 I mean, that's like dental work. And that doesn't guarantee <laughs> someone a spot as a volunteer that only gets them on the list which volunteers will be chosen. That's like a sixth of Matt's heart attack. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah some expensive right. breadsticks. Well, yeah. Fuck you, Olive Garden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ate that shit yesterday. Never again. You uh-huh. said that the last time. All of you <laughs> bitches say it that. Oh my god, it was good yesterday, but today I'm like. Mm-mm. No, I'm I'm literally never going back. That last oh experience, <laughs> even before your health issue. It was so bad. <laughs> and just like, you <laughs> fucking heroin addicts. That's true. You're going to be back in the alley will be. sucking on breadsticks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Smearing the Alfredo oh, all man. over your tits. Oh. But Olive Garden oh. loves me. Yeah, no, there you I, go. I definitely will not. You, you, you can buy just, one just and one take more one. Carbonara. Oh, one more. <laughs> Won't you let me get a little less super Toscana, daddy? Oh. <laughs> Come on, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Suck your dick for some soup or Toscano. Okay, okay. How about just some wedding soup? Mm. <laughs> Give me oh. all that Alfredo sauce. Oh, I will <laughs> fuck <laughs> you so dirty for a little bit of them stuffed mushrooms. You can get my mushroom cap. Mm. I suck your mushroom cap. I suck the shit right out of it. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's where the shit comes from. Huh? I don't think that's where the shit comes from. Oh, it does. Your, <laughs> my mushroom cap got a big old turd hanging off it. You know, a big old corn wad from all the buttholes I've been fucking. <laughs> mm, I'm going to turn your dirty little pink calamari into a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get at that calamari. <laughs> God. Is this like. Lundella, Here today, Calamari. What? Um, what? The dream. <laughs> the dream. What? Dusty Rhodes is a. It's oh, like I was, a Dusty it Rhodes. was starting to fade. <laughs> Listen here, Daddy. 
All I know is that Olive Garden got everything from a delight Joe to a damned if I know. It's so good. <laughs> I tell you what, you have some of that Alfredo sauce, you can put it right on anything. You put it on a piece of cracker, suddenly it turned into a damn mini, di- mini dessert diet. It's, it's like a buffet. Look, here's what you do. You go, you say, hey, how about some Alfredos? And they say, okay, we'll give you a little bit. And you take it all and you eat that whole thing down real fast and you have a heart attack, baby. You throw a muffler in, you're good to go. You're good to go for a whole nine, five, ten hours. Or oh, Olive Garden. i tell you why they call it the Olive Garden. Because I garden all I've needing there. <laughs> That's right, baby. That's right. Every wow. need fulfilled. You know what's the best at the end of that meal? The Andes candies. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right. You think, hmm, how about a mint? No, how about some chocolate? What? How about both, that is? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. That sounds great. Wait, wait. Why is it so melty? You put it next to my bread rolls I take it home. <laughs> he, is, it, is it just me or is he starting to sound a little like Cosby, too? No. <laughs> no, it's a good dusty. Yeah. I've got a, a good dusty. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty dog. <laughs> so twenty-two dusty sounds a little like twenty dollars to one hundred dollars. Yes, to join the Blue Ribbon Geek Club or whatever, and then once you have joined that club, you're on a list to be selected as a volunteer, but not necessarily going to be. A so what? A hundred dollars gets you like five entries versus the twenty gets you one. I mean, I, I know there's tiers, but I don't know what the tiers. Get. Yeah, yeah, there are plenty of tiers. All right, spent twenty dollars to try and get. Maybe they need to look up what the definition. Maybe I can work for free. They need to look up what the definition of volunteer yeah, is. Yeah, really. Because yeah, well, they volunteer to ridiculous. give twenty to hundred dollars. Well, back in March, twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah, twenty two hundred dollars. <laughs> Holy fuck, I a lot set of money. you up to keep going. This ain't my fault. <laughs> I got it back, and, and it was and, Andy. He yeah. brought it back. Yeah. Do you know how much you can get at the Auto Garden for twenty two hundred dollars? <laughs> Everything you ever needed. You can buy the franchise. You show up with twenty two hundred dollars and say, "I'd like this booth, please." To say it, you bring a truck. Take it right out. You got the right tools. You got the right time. Goodbye. Here we go. I got a nice new chair set. Mmm. I got <laughs> dessert and a chair. I'm going to tear my stew and a, and a booth, too. Woo-hoo. <laughs> as, as, as a journalist, Andy, mm. would you have ever written that sentence that way? Or would you have written it, like, between 20 and $100? Um, I, I might there have done go. that, but I might have gotten $2, cut down to something shorter. $2,200? <laughs> chef analyzing I, My guess is that if I wrote it now, it would be 20 100 Uh-huh. The word dash? Yes, be the word dash. 20 dash 100, which means <laughs> which is way too written right here. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a lot of money. That's all I'm saying. To volunteer. That $2,200. <laughs> $2, oh, that's all he said. That's all he said. It's truly outrageous. Now, back in March of 2015, Lori. Uh, Lori 2015? <laughs> How much are we talking here? (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. Well, it actually went down. See, 2200 Yeah, really. Discount. <laughs> discount volunteering. Yeah. You're right. So it's a, uh, almost, a, almost a $200 savings. Yeah. Lawyer Jessica Mason looked at whether their cons could be breaking the law by not paying breaking their the volunteers. Law, breaking the law. <laughs> she explained, quote, the easiest way to tell if it's okay to call somebody volunteers if the organization they're working for is a non-profit or for-profit. Uh, though 
though a select few cons are still run as non-profit cultural organizations, such as San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is that? What? <laughs> what? Oh. Yep. Oh, to oh, America. Shit. Dude, the NFL we, we would, is basically we, a charity organization. Yeah, yeah. We would spend yeah. a whole episode, Matt, just explaining to the audience how... They are still considered. I think was it a five hundred one C nonprofit yep. for San Diego Comic Con. But the ownership makes millions of dollars a year. Yeah, it's, well, that's not it's crazy. <laughs> well, no, they're 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 allowed to pay a salary. It's just a very large salary. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like it's like all those scandal charities with the. The people yep. making yes. this Comic-Con's six twenty two hundred dollars. Twenty two hundred. That seems like a lot of money. That's I, I think I'd pay that just to move on. It seems like a, <laughs> <laughs> seems exorbitant to me. Seems exorbitant. Weekend and they, and they're still claiming they're a charity organization. Okay, twenty two hundred. All right, rich uncle Pennybags. Hey, hey, hey. News item. Ooh, this, no, they're not a charity. They're th- just th- a non-profit. This was this but twenty two hundred dollars. Really weird. What's going on? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm, I'll stop you. Felicia Day. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! Apparently, pregnant. has hidden her apparently. pregnancy. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> what? <laughs> apparently, oh yeah! There you go. That's right. Yeah, that nice. was that apparently was deliberate. Hid her pregnancy. That that was that was deliberate. Uh, yeah, she's Where's like she's like due in less than a month. Yeah, she's like three weeks away. Yeah, and she's like, like today Twitter. Oh, guess what? Yeah, I have in here. That was that two hundred dollars. And in today's world of celebrity, that's pretty. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, to, to get away with that shit. Whose who, bun is in her oven? Who the daddy? Hers. Miss Cleo wants to know. Who's the other? What she did her own thing? I don't know. She hermaphroditeed that shit. Oh Jesus! Isn't she married? <laughs> I, didn't, huh? I didn't. I didn't, I married, I didn't know right? she was married. No, I don't. I don't. I I I don't. I don't think so. I, thought, I, I thought she was. I don't. I don't want to know. Miss Cleo <laughs> wants to know who's the daddy. Yeah, that's the daddy. <laughs> you remember uh, Miss Cleo? Yeah. That shit. Hey, we lost right? her in 2016, pretty, yeah. didn't we? Probably. 2016. <laughs> that seems like a lot. <laughs> no, that's crazy money. No, no, no. $2,200. dad will pay it. Yeah, that's the daddy. Ha! Ah! Jesus Christ. I gotta look up that fucking commercial because it's fucking awesome. Not on this show, you don't. Never would I dream. God, you spent like over an hour on that soundboard at Rawls' place that one night. <laughs> Dude, we got a soundboard now over at Geek Shower at uh, Ice Cream Social. I'm so sorry. Giving us so many gifts. We've got this whole bit with this DJ thing. Oh, yeah. That was the, pretty good. And the dope police. It's awesome. I fucking love it. <laughs> it is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, man, a sound bo- a good soundboard will serve you right. Miss Cleo. I'm Detective John Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> uh, Weekend Geek, and of course, this one, your mileage may vary. Rob Liefeld, the man who invented Deadpool, has just landed seven figures for the film rights to his Image Extreme Universe line of comics. This line includes nine books that contain almost 100 characters, including Lethal, Bloodstrike, Brigade, Cybrid, Blood Wolf, Battlestone, Nitrogen, and Kaboom. Akiva Goldsman, who has had his hand in everything from the 1990s Batman movies, the bad ones, to the upcoming film version of The Dark Tower, 
and who actually is planning to make his de- directorial debut with a film of another Liefeld's character's, Evangeline. Goldsman is partnering with a company called Fundamental Films on the Liefeldiverse, uh, which they envision as a connected franchise consisting of multiple movies. Liefeldverse? Liefeldverse, yeah. Well, they'll never make any money on that. They're going to lose all the money in pouches. <laughs> Liefeld, a somewhat polarizing figure in the comics industry, whose resume includes X Force, lots of other Marvel titles, in addition to given his people birth really to hate Wilson. him. Uh, that polarizing, I think, is the right word there. Yeah. There's, I, I don't know if I know anybody that goes. God, I love Rob Liefeld. No, I used to hear that he was a nice guy, but lately been hearing more and more about the behind the scenes image shenanigans, and now it's like. Now, I, I really don't know what to think of the guy, just from, you know, what you hear in the public. What does he do? What does he do behind the scenes in Image? Oh, God, you got to just look it up. He, I mean, there was uh, money spent and 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 just uh, he would say one, I yeah, you know what? It's too much to go into. Sure. That I, I can't remember enough of it. I just remember reading it and like, oh, okay. Oh, dear. I, wow. That's sad. I'll bet you somebody's written a book. That seems like a good book topic. Maybe. Yeah, I'm hearing, yeah. The days of image. The rise and fall. Right. Roland Emmerich is in talks to helm oh, Dark Matter oh. for Sony Pictures. Stop doing everything ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> not not the TV series, right? Just no, no, no. This is a, okay. this. Dark Matter is a big screen adaptation of Blake Crouch's New York Times bestselling sci-fi novel released earlier this year to critical acclaim. Okay. Uh, Crouch is the author of the Wayward's Pine, Wayward Pines trilogy, which has been adapted for TV by M. Night Shyamalan for Fox. <laughs> the movie will be produced by Matt Tolmack, who behind the Amazing Spider-Man and the upcoming Jumanji reboot. Jumanji. Jumanji. Oh. Uh, Sony bought the rights for $1.25 million based solely on an unfinished 150-page manuscript. Here is the Paul, log- why ain't you doing that shit? What? Writing a manuscript? Yeah. Unfinished, selling it for a million and a half. <laughs> Tiger Men of the Moon. I you wouldn't need a I Patreon. I am uh, Lustful Tiger well, Men of the well, Moon. Well, we would. I need I need to finish Lustful Tiger Men. I really need to work on the Christmas Puss musical and I need to work on my other Wait, thing. there's a musical now? I yeah. Moved on from How the and hell he... is Andy gonna draw a musical? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I have to he's... finish the other. I, have to, I I'm almost done with Christmas Plus Two, mm-hmm. but that you got tokens of affection. That's still yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's his, the other thing I've got to work his on. His 15 year old musical. Yeah, well, it's good if I can ever a musical it out. about a 15 year old. That does it yeah. take like place a in a pinball parlor? It does actually. <laughs> it she does. gets her stuff ganked on. <laughs> I cannot find the fucking Miss Cleo clip I'm looking for where she goes, yeah, that's the daddy. (laughs) By the way, the internet, uh, I didn't even finish typing baby before Felicia Day baby daddy came up in the prompt and And nobody knows. Oh, okay. The mystery continues. Keep that away from the microphone. (laughs) So here's the log line for Dark Matter. Uh, Jason Dessen. A quantum physicist once had a brilliant research career ahead of him, but after a girlfriend's un- unexpected pregnancy uh, uh, Ooh. and the birth of a son, his future was derailed. 
Now a professor at a small Chicago college with a warm and loving family life, the physicist is abducted into a world in which his quantum many worlds theory has become a fully realized technology for the interdimensional transfer. In the parallel world, he did not marry his girlfriend. They never had a son. He is determined to get back to his other life, but nefarious powers in the alternate reality conspired to stop him from revealing the criminal lengths they have gone to create the world-hopping technology. Kind of fringy. Yeah, a little fringy. Hmm. I liked Fringe. Yeah, I never, you know, I never truly gave Fringe its due time. Fringe. Did there you, you watch an episode? I watched some in the first season, and you kind of was it, immediately you turned gave off. It more than its fair shake. No, but, but it's one of those Paul. things like the story's really developed from the second season on, like most shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, you are my son. And but you're not my son. But also, oh boy, things are crazy here. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I have to admit, I'm impressed. That's exactly how he mocked him a year ago. Yeah, that's true. Mm. <laughs> I don't forget or forgive. Paul's ten minutes of the show reviews. Yeah. <clears throat> ten minutes. Ten minutes. Hey, hey, I'm uh, I'm his kid, but I'm not. I come from another dimension. Yeah, you do. I'm the girl. What happened to my life? I should build a machine to get my son back. But wait, you are my son. My son is dead. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> the other me in the other dimension is a real fucker. Boo-loo-loo-loo-loo. I can't imagine why the Christmas, Christmas Post musical is taking so long. Mm. Yeah, really. <laughs> I know these things come to me. It's a gift. (laughs) (laughs) He says the same thing in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Sits up on the squatty potty. Uh, This comes to me. It's a gift. I'm bringing it up. Merry Christmas, world. (laughs) Suddenly the sausage makes sense. <laughs> it's, an original, it's an original Maddie Lee. Ah, there we go. Oh, <laughs> oh the ceiling of my bathroom looks like an ice cave. I don't even know what that means. There's a bunch of drippers to lag tights. <laughs> You're hanging around the wrong ice. <laughs> don't hang around the brown ice. <laughs> Those are to lag bites. <laughs> Don't bite the brown eyes either. Don't bite the mites. Don't lick the sight tights. <laughs> what? Huh? Don't what? lick the tights. Don't bite the mites. Poop is my stalag mites and jizz is my stalag tights. Do you know how you can tell <laughs> you, the difference? You couldn't figure that out. How can you tell the difference? <laughs> the stalag tights are the ones that are hanging onto the ceiling tight. The stalag mites are the ones that are on the ground and they might make it up to the ceiling. Oh, Yo, you were dropping real science there. That's that's a, I mean, that's just the real that's the I was, I was waiting for the joke. He was dropping a joke. No joke. He's a science guy. He was dropping a mnemonic. Hey, guys, let's talk science. Let's talk science. Hey, uh, you guys know when you put bread in a toaster and it gets hot? <laughs> yeah. That, Don't do that. That has a name. Yeah. Ooh, what's the name? <sighs> Caramelization? <laughs> nope. <laughs> And the joke falls Let me go to the science, science book. Not the, the, the science. The science shit. <laughs> like, took me oh, God damn, they asked. Let me go to the science box. Why don't I ever learn not I'll to ask it. them to ask? No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'll find it. Adding Lee science box. Oh, this is. Look there's up, something here. Look up heat induction coils. Maybe yeah, that no. might help. <laughs> hold on. No, I don't want to hold on. <laughs> 
I say we move on. Yes. <laughs> While he digs up his, his mnemonic enhancers. Filmmaker Josh Boone has revealed that Russell Crowe is attached to star in Boone's upcoming adaptation of Stephen King's 2014 novel, Revival. Boone has written the script for the film, plans to make it his next directorial effort after the X-Men spin off The New Mutants. It's assumed at the moment that Crow will play Char- uh, Charles Jacobs, the charismatic minister whose experiments with electricity lead him down some obsessive and nightmarish paths following the death of his wife and baby in a horrible road accident. Boone has also been attached to the adaptation of Lizzie's story, as well as a new version of The Stand. In addition to Revival, two-part version of It is in post-production, and of course, The Dark Tower arrives next summer. Boone's becoming the new It guy for Stephen King. Hmm. Crow? Yes, the Russell Crowe. The second time he's made his appearance in this episode. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a dream come oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called the Maynard Reaction. Science! <laughs> oh, that, that sounded really natural. <laughs> that sounded like you had that right at the tip of your tongue. Of course, tongue. I had that at the tip of my tongue. That was today's question. I knew it. Maynard Reaction. Science! <laughs> Maynard Reaction is a chemical reaction between amino acids and reducing sugars. It gives brown food its colorization. Maynard! Science! I didn't even see the duck drop down with the magic word on it. No, it's true, true, true. <laughs> it also gives that brown food its distinctive flavor. Seared steaks, pan-fried dumplings, cookies, other kinds of biscuits, breads, toasted marshmallows, many other foods undergo this reaction. It's named after a French chemist, Louis Camille Maillard, who first discovered it in 1912 when he was attempting to reproduce protein synthesis. Okay, now look up Billy Rubin so we can move on. Go. Whom? <laughs> Who? Billy Rubin. Bill Rubens. Bill Rubens. Billy Rubin. <laughs> Bill Rubens. Did you have a case of the Bill Rubens? I'm sorry if you did. The Last of Us was Naughty Dog's 2013 smash hit. Science. A, a PlayStation-only title with a with strong plotting, tough There's characters. A bunch of science happened in that game. Good soundtrack. You know what was going on? Everybody caught a virus from a fungus. Yeah, what was that fungus called? Oh, no, it was a virus from a fungus because yeah. it was called a fryrus <laughs> or a gung... Gungrus. I think you need to look up cord- Cordyceps. Cordyceps. Hey, just so you know, Mr. Science, <laughs> she takes part, uh, takes place in ants. There's a fungus that does that. Oh, yeah. It controls mm-hmm. their brain. Mm-hmm. Makes them do suicidal it, shit. It spores and right? kills them. But terrible, right? The last of us in the ant colony. Man, Holy fuck. That's like what ants do. It's, science. It's Bill Nay, the inadequate science guy. I've <laughs> 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 got half the answers for you <laughs> today on... Maybe science. <laughs> this is pretty. You, got, you gotta add that to your book. This you guys, uh, it sounds like Dan Aykroyd's character from Caddyshack Two right you guys now. See the sun? Unfortunately, yes, it does. You guys see the sun? Which sun? Bill Nye. Our sun. Our sun. Oh, the sun, the sky, the star that's near us. Suck out the poison. You know what that's called? A star. It's a star. There, oh. there. Kirsten got it. What's a, wow, what, I beat out Jeff on that one. What causes the star to give off its I was, heat? I oh, that's real one. easy. Give me a minute. <laughs> I can tell you this much. It's science. When he says that, it sounds so painful. <laughs> I like that, though. Just the, give me a minute. <laughs> Uh, Naughty Dog is Naughty Dog has announced a sequel, The Last of Us Two. In The Last of Us, Joel is a joyless smuggler who learns to care for a young girl named Ellie, who he needs a shepherd from Austin to Colorado. 
It looks as if the enemies of the first game, the people infected with the Cordyceps fungus, who became de facto zombies, Cordyceps, are taking a backseat to new enemies, people. Uh. Neil Druckmann, the director and writer of both games, sheds a little light on who those enemies are. Quote, in the first game, the core of it was about the love between these two characters and how we built that through the story, music, interaction, gameplay mechanics. This story is the counter of that. This so, story... Yeah, the sun, mm-hmm. the core of the sun is so hot, there's so much pressure, nuclear fusion takes place. The hydrogen gets changed into helium. Nuclear fusion is what creates the heat. And it also, as a side effect, creates the photons, or light, as we call it in the colloquial. The sun's surface is about 6,000 Kelvin, which is 10,340 degrees Fahrenheit. Which, let me just tell you, if you are wondering, that will cause the Maillard effect in most foods. So we've gone no, from... You just, no, you just went uh, to Grand no. Vegas. So you, went, you went to the... So we've <laughs> gone from Paul Reed's internet to Paul Reed's internet in a funny voice. Progress! Science! <laughs> Science! <laughs> Uh, you're the Grand Vegas from Temperatures PS9. that I high. That was not the Grand Vegas. That was not the Grand Vegas. It would not caramelize. It would vaporize. Oh! Oh! Jeff. Do we have a science beatdown? 80s Jeff is apparently a gastronomalist scientist guy. He's going to open one of those fancy restaurants where they put bubbles in your fucking drinks and right. go, science, that'll be $40. Eat my butt! That's right. <laughs> 80s Jeff, gastroenterologist. Exactly. That's what they're called. Gastroenterologist. I'm a gastroenterologist. You're a fucking hack cook is what you are. I think you, you were put, thinking you of a put... molecular gastronomist. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> Andy. Oh, I'm thinking oh of I knew a, what I was saying. I'm <laughs> thinking of a fucking hack cook. That's what you are. Hey, here's food, but also dry ice. That'll be $50. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you hack cook piece of shit. Sorry. Is that hack cook or hack bartender? Man, it's both. They do all, any, anything. Like, look at this steak. But also, there's a flower on it that was put in dry ice. Blah! $60. $60. Hey, how, would you like some french fries? They were flash done in liquid nitrogen. Wacky. $800. <laughs> $800 sounds a lot to go to the $800? Con. That sounds like a lot. $2,200 for french fries? You have to volunteer to eat those sounds french like fries, though. <laughs> that was a good one, Andy. That was. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Science! We're making progress. $2,200? <laughs> A feature film adaptation of the comic book series Bone just got a new infusion. Oh, you! Somebody adapted my bone. There you go, Roland Emmerich. (laughs) I wouldn't let that motherfucker adapt my bone. I wouldn't let him adapt somebody else's bone. Roland Emmerich. I don't even know him. Oh. Uh, yeah, the the famous Paul actually interview, uh, reviewed Bone on uh, the old Ugly Count show. Episode. Did. Old Bone. Jeff Smith's Bone. Yeah. Yep. Jeff Smith's Bone. Or as they call him, Bald Pogo. Bald Pogo. I'm eventually going to buy that big treasury edition. It's been on my Amazon wish list for about 10 years. Yes. <laughs> Give it another year. Ralph will have it on the $10 rack. That's right. He has <laughs> it. I own it, but it's while. sitting on my uh, my bookshelf of intent. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's one of those that I'm going to have to really be. Sure. Well, the $10 version, you get bone, except the last 10 pages are from Crossed. So it's a little different. Ooh. Oh, boy. And you get bone. Crossed bone. <laughs> Crossed bones. The it's adapt- a pirate story. The film adaptation got a new inf- infusion. Oh, my. Starring your favorite pirates. <laughs> Frank Grillo. Scurvy and Septus. Scurvy and Septus. Oh, yeah, we're back. (laughs) Starring in Crossbones. I'm just going to put this down now. (laughs) (laughs) Say there, Septus. Yes, we are. What are we doing? We're going on a hunt for bones. Ah, well. They're inside you. Look, I know, but we want the kind that are on the outside, you dumbass. Hold on, hold on. That Where's sounds Polly? like it would hurt a lot. Where's Polly? Where is Polly? <laughs> oh, Polly's downstairs, down below deck with 80's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Polly and 80's Jeff are fucking like mad dogs. Polly, get your giant dick out of 80's Jeff's mouth. Stop it. Stop it, Polly. Knock it off. Oh, you filthy bird! Ah, but Polly wants a cracker. Well, you got to. You got, <laughs> what's you, a cracker's mouth? You got one. Get out of there, Polly! Come on, we got bones to find. Oh, Polly's go. got a bone. Oh boy, let's get let's get this ship underway. Raise the mainsail. The ship? It's a ship, Polly. Not the boatmobile. <laughs> Not a boatmobile. <laughs> boatmobile. <laughs> Polly, you're. No. <laughs> I'm going to pick the paper back wow. up now. I think this there is over. There we go. Let's just, go. Wow. I out Andy. I'd say that. You just that. derailed him. That's, like That's the how Titanic. you do it, man. You sank that ship. <laughs> All right. Let me step back a few times. Feature film adaptation, Bone. Kung Fu Panda's Mark Osborne signed on to direct an animated movie based on the material with fellow screenwriter Adam Klein. Oh. Did it down into happiness for Warner Brothers. Uh, independently published from 1991 to 2004 with a short run with Image, the uh, cult fantasy title was created by Jeff Smith, followed by the followed the misadventures of a family of hairless, all-white humanoid creatures as they embarked on a Lord of the Rings-like quest for survival in a mysterious valley where the evil Lord of the Locusts lurks. Project has been <laughs> Say previous. Say that five times. Uh, I, I'm amazed I said it you once. Made it through once. It was good. The yeah. project has been previously set up back in 2012 at Warner Brothers with Confession of a Shopaholics. JP. Well, Jeff, I'm done. PJ Hogan attached to direct. <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> I know but nothing it dropped off. about the bone. Uh, Boat is like, yeah, it's like Disney decided to go on the Lord of the Rings adventure. That's kind yep. of the log line of how that works. Yep. Really good title. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Yeah, find that uh, collector's edition. Yeah, you will not be yeah. sad. The, the, you can always the, look at Andy's A Shelf of Intent. Yes. Uh, just the Great Cow Race in the first, like, what, six or seven issues. Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You can just pick up that, that graphic novel. It's a good story. You had me sold at Cow Race? Yeah. That's, that, it had you sold. The thing is, I know what you're talking about. You're right. It's great. But when you say yeah, the, the thing with the cow race, that's uh, no, that's actually the title of the, the graphic novel. It's a I great know. cow race. I know. Yeah, he knows. <clears throat> okay. James Strong is set to direct Middle Earth, a biopic of the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings writer J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, the film will chart the tumultuous events that inspired him to pen the Hobbits and the Lord of the Rings trilogies. Uh, when the war broke out in 1914, disrupting his Oxford life with his wife Edith Bratt. Tolkien embarked on four years of battle, hardship, and new friendships, which served to shape his imagination and start him on the path I've to Middle Earth. I decided to write a book oh boy. about dwarves 
and elves and goblins to reflect upon my terrible times in the war and to use it as allegory for the loss and pain I feel. Enjoy the <laughs> suffering. That's pretty accurate, actually. Can we have a little racism, too, though? Well, of course. The dwarves are Jewish. Oh, okay. <sighs> All right, let's do some red light, green light. My <laughs> God. <laughs> How's that for a twist? What a twist. What a twist, indeed. I'm J.R.R. Tolkien. The R.R. stands for Rub It Right. It's what I tell all the ladies when they come over for tea and crumpets. And the J stands for Just? The, days, the, J, the J stands for J. Rub It Right Tolkien. You said it before it was Rub It Raw. Rub It Raw is... What Only I, what his friends What I call myself on the third day of whoring. Because uh. <laughs> it's there. It's all bloody. Oh, I, I, I disabuse my penis. Disabuse? Disabuse. Uh, I abuse it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, red light, green light. These are actual penis. show pitches that are in development. <laughs> I cast the gentleman as... I cast you as, as Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> and I cast Magic Missile. Good one. Oh! <laughs> and I cast thee out, foul demon. Good one. Mithril protection. <sighs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Roll on, for Torgo, initiative. You can do it. Roll for initiative. I have faith in you. The gentlemen are corporate suits at a uh, fictitious <laughs> thing. And they have to decide. Here you go. Geek Shock Productions. <laughs> My old friend Gary Gagax. <laughs> well, I haven't seen you over here in a day or two. Last time you rubbed me raw. <laughs> go ahead. What's the, what's the move? Oh, I can't wait. I, I J, rub me raw token. <laughs> Want to chime in with my verdict. Red light, green light. <laughs> Gentlemen, J.J. <laughs> Abrams will be continuing his working relationship with HBO. Abrams is the executive producer on Westworld. By developing a new one-hour sci-fi series that will follow, quote, the colonization of another planet with a new sci-fi series called Glare. Glare is currently in the early stages of development with only script de deal in place for now. Abrams will produce with potential series alongside Ben Stevenson, who is behind The Fall, The White Queen, called The Midwife, and Javier Guillon, behind Enemy and Aftermath, to write his first ever TV project. Now, J.J. Abrams, shouldn't that be called Flair? Ah. It was almost called Blair. It was going to be a spinoff of the facts of life. <laughs> Blair was going to colonize a place. A place? Oh, green light. And it would be all Blairs and two Joes. Red light. And they'd fuck all day. Green light. Oh, yes. Everybody Wait a wanted Who's a piece of what the two. Everybody wanted a piece of those two Joes. Oh, Joe. What is Glare about? Just it's the colonization? About, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. There you have colonization. 
Colonization. <laughs> Colonization. There's a time That's you have to go and grow. You, You're learning now. When you heat something. You know about colonization. That's right. The Maillard effect. Oh, Maillard effect. <laughs> when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, but I don't suddenly remember. you're Wait. finding out colonization is all about you. But that's son of I, my I don't favorite remember. part of food is the colonization yeah, of it, the onions. It takes a lot to get it right when you're <laughs> learning about colonization. Oh, something's in my bottom. <laughs> oh, another gift is coming. <laughs> So who played oh, more stalactites and stalagmites? A new stalagmite for Tolkien's Tolkien's cave. Boy, sp- mite spelled M-I-G-H-T. Also known as my laboratory. What? It's my bathroom, but I call it my laboratory. Ah, okay. I keep the tub filled with goo. Is there a lot of labor in the laboratory? Oh, oh yes. I labor to pull out my wiener. What? You know, what? my wand, my staff of holding. Oh, now the slactites make sense. The <laughs> Now the slactites make <laughs> sense. <laughs> oh, Who are you? No. Of all the things, this is the one you jump on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I say green light. <laughs> what are we even talking light. about? I don't know. <laughs> Glare, stay on the project. The movie Glare, about the caramelization with Joe. Yeah, <laughs> two a Joes. planet full Sorry. of Blairs two and Joes. two Joes, <laughs> and everybody wants some Joe. Yeah, wait, what? No, <laughs> what? A cup of Joe. I will green light this if it focuses. How many Blairs on Blair? Are <laughs> Thousands. They're all clone Blair clones. Thousands oh, of Blairs yeah. and only Blones? two Joes. Only two Jones. Yep, Jones. They're called Blones. Blair oh. clones. Blones. Blones and Jones. And the Blones. two Joes are called just Joe. Because <laughs> there's only two, so it's yeah. not that confusing. No, they're, they're not Jones. Together, the two of them? No, they hate each other. Oh. They're the same. They're all they're rough and tumble, and they're kind of tomboyish. But the but oh. the Blones get along The Blones do each well. other's hair all day. <laughs> oh, they have perfectly trimmed pubes Boy. from shaving each other's business. Green light. Lime green light, bright green light, <laughs> forest green light. There needs to be more sex parodies of the facts of life. Oh, there are. No, they're not <laughs> enough. <laughs> not just in your bedroom, Andy. Andy will no, post pinball. the links on his page. He takes him to the pinball museum. You take the plunger, pull it back, hit the ball, and grab my sack. Pinball. <laughs> pinball. <laughs> Get that on your knees, and here's a quarter. Go and get my balls in order. Pinball. Pinball. I was wondering where he was going with that one. While you're licking my ass, I'll be hitting the ball underneath the shiny glass. Suddenly you're finding out you got a mouthful of stalagmites. That's my poop in your mouth. Oh. I'm done. Write to us comments at Ugly Couch. Just had to go there. <laughs> Done. Oh, wow. I was like, weren't we doing red light, green light? No, I Paul killed it. Wow. What? It was greenlit. <laughs> what was greenlit? We never got a description of the show. Third base. Flair, the movie about the caramelization. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be Tootie? It's pretty obvious uh, to me what that was about. Uh, <laughs>
What's your Natalie? Write to us. Comments and other yeah. <laughs> Until next week, I am Master Thorgo. Tootie! 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. Maybe. <laughs> God, that went off the rails. <laughs> they were rails? <laughs> rails. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's like somebody wadded up a paper airplane and threw it. <laughs> this hey. coke did the trick tonight. Oh. oh. <laughs> did a trick. It's not the sweet tea? Nope. I'm in a mood. <laughs> you don't say. No, no. That's pure <laughs> Colombian marching powder, man. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about rails. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.